0: To Throw Down Thursday, episode 54. What?
1: That was horrible. That was really
2: bad. What? You didn't do that. That right. was not all What? Right?
0: Well, I'm just saying, yeah. all right, we're getting ready for the episode. Listen, I don't know what you're.
2: Season 2, Throw Thursday! Woo-hoo!
0: Season 2, episode 2. Uh
2: see that to episode
0: one no we just had episode one wait, I
1: thought that we don't, don't mean, argue well, with what? your
0: wife but she's wrong that's what you're supposed to marriage tip when you know your wife is wrong definitely press the issue and argue uh non-stop
2: someone's because, not getting any kankle because you, she will definitely wait, 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 listen on, hold on, hold to on, on. reason no, and no, logic no, no 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 did you say someone's not getting any
1: kankle because I certainly do not have ankles. <laughs> no, she was there referring There are no to me. here. Sorry, you're not getting any ca- ankles. <laughs> she
0: almost <laughs> did it again.
1: Cankles! I want to say cake, but I don't want to say... I'm sorry.
0: Not getting any ankle
2: cake.
1: <laughs> I love
0: we you, We are starting you. off the season two in a great yeah, way. I, I
2: have sexy ankles. Thank you very oh much. Oh, my God. Sexy cankles.
0: We are, uh, we are starting off uh, the second year of... Uh, the Throwdown Thursday bake sale. My kangles are too way.
2: bootylicious for you.
0: Oh, my good. <laughs> so, uh, that's our show. We're wrapping up. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, my name is Fassie the Angry Nerd. <laughs> and uh, That was I a like, nice little pause. I like science. Cats have little paws. Uh, I like science and puns and cats and movies And uh, movies about gladiators Uh, I am joined by uh, my uh, co-host She likes uh, gingerbread men And uh, she likes um, things that are fluffy and soft Like clouds and bunnies and cotton balls And uh, she is ironborn And her name is Agent Nicole. Say hi, Agent Nicole.
1: What up, motherfucker?
0: Yep. And uh, we are also... uh, We are also joined by the... uh, I've got a new nickname that I just this second came up with. The Sexy Somalier. The uh, Mistress of Merlot. The uh, Connoisseur of Cabernet. The... uh, uh, I don't know... Uh the ruler of Riesling the uh, w- You're I,
1: just milking this because you're wrong in this argument that you just wrong had.
0: about what argument? I don't even remember what it was. What did I
1: have kegels? No, not that. Oh my god. I'm sorry about that.
0: The Charlemagne of Chardonnay Ashes One Nightmare.
2: I have kegels. I was you trying to think of more kegels. kinds of wine and kegels. I don't know any the sultan of sangria
0: oh the 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 rocky of rose the
1: princess of pino the royal ruler of rose I
0: already said ruler I don't want to use it again
2: rose every day
0: rose you stay so if you're new to what we do I'm sorry we definitely sound better than this usually but like <laughs> they like Agent Nicole really threw me off at the beginning of this here And now I'm like
1: Why the fuck are you blaming me Because
0: for you? you Kept calling everybody cankles And That was totally you And oh, My nose is so itchy ah. And uh, we have an anatomically correct horse Sitting on the uh, desk here uh, We posted pictures of that a while back So if you want to stroll through the Facebook page Feed you'll see that um. So what we do is we talk about different characters And today, uh, the character that we are going to discuss is uh, Ashes
2: We're talking about Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers Alright!
0: <laughs> now, if you're unfamiliar with Bob's Burgers, uh watch it. What you can do is you can uh, log into your Netflix account and not find it because they took all of the seasons off for some goddamn reason.
2: Those bastards.
0: Uh, You can uh, see season seven, I believe is what they're on right now, on 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 Hulu. Hulu. Uh, And you can also just buy them all on Amazon because you can't watch them for free anymore because apparently Fox doesn't want anybody having their shows to stream like ever because they're a bunch of clowns. And which is why Futurama's leaving, like, in two days, which makes me really sad. You
2: can meet our family. Actually,
0: no, that was like a, a week ago, you. July 1st.
2: meet our family. Let us meet you.
0: Yeah, and you can, uh...
2: Bob's Burger, <laughs> And you
0: can meet us on our Facebook group, Throwdown Thursday Podcast. Uh, ask to join and we'll let you in, uh, depending on how shady and riff-raffy you are. Um...
2: And if you know the password. It's wine. I was going
0: to say, if you ask her, the password will be wine. wine. You literally have to give her wine.
2: Buy yeah. me wine. <sighs> Mommy doesn't get drunk. She just has fun. <laughs> um,
0: generally, taking credit for when we sound good and not taking credit for when we sound awful like this, because it's not his fault, is our producer, Johnny Wolfenstein... Uh, so when we sound good, it's because he made us sound good, and when we sound bad, it's because uh, we tied him up and overpowered him and was like, "No, we want people to hear what we're really like." And he has hashtag uh, no filter. Yep, woke <laughs> up like this. Uh, say hi to the folks, uh, Wolfie. I'm the maestro of the mixer and the big shot of the board. Yep, there he is that.
2: It's a lot of alliteration. I like that.
0: Yep. Well, I was just you know piggybacking on. What you guys are doing? Mm-hmm. That's how you do, right? Yeah, that's what you do. You got to you <laughs> got to come up with your own nicknames. It's like Apollo Creed, first man on the moon. So uh, we're going to talk about Linda Belcher today. Linda Belcher is. Uh, I thought it was <laughs> Linda Blair. No, that's a different guy. <laughs> uh, no, but you may want to vomit up your uh, pea soup. So um, we are. Uh, we're going to give you a little bit of background if you are unfamiliar with. Uh, Bob's Burgers or if you want to say it all fancy Robert Berger
1: um, No only you want to say yeah, it that Yeah you're way. the only one who I ever heard right. So that's about- why
0: if anybody else wants to say it like that They can, they can say it like if that If you
1: want to be wrong say it like him If you, want, you to want to be fancy
0: be- Just because it's different from Nicole doesn't make it wrong
2: If you want to be fancy just hold your pinky up
0: While you say Robert because Berger
2: No uh,
0: She is the matriarch of the uh, Belcher family uh, There's like Uh, five of them
2: there's a lot and we'll talk about her in a little bit but what are we talking about today like getting our getting into character yeah our our opening
0: our opening segment is called getting into character if you're unfamiliar and you're listening for the first time Um, and what we do is we have like a a theme uh, tied into the character that we're talking about and because uh linda is the matriarch of the belcher family and, and she's crazy and she gets into all kinds of wacky adventures because she's crazy and terrible uh as a wife she um she's not
2: terrible she's not terrible
0: we'll get into it when we get into our character oh, discussion great. I, got, I got some stuff to say about, oh, that. I to say
1: about that. oh i got some stuff to say too buddy uh, <laughs> so if you don't want to be ruined by so today
0: we're we're our, our getting into character segment is all about crazy mom stories so like things that maybe your mom said or did that directly involve or impacted you like you know you know maybe uh, something wacky happened and you know you became a better person uh as a result so
1: why don't you start
0: or maybe you didn't become I a start? better
2: person as a result who so are we to judge i'll
0: start um, so i was talked to my mom one day about uh five six years ago um, it was in the first apartment Ashes and I shared, and I was talking about how I was having a tough time because I hated my job and I wanted to get a new job. And my mom was like, "Well, you know, it shouldn't be too hard. I mean, you speak Spanish and you speak Portuguese." And I was like, "Well, no. I, I took you know I took some Spanish classes uh, when I was working uh, at UPS as a supervisor. We were offered um, uh, Spanish as a second language as a certificate course." And uh you know, I took that. I'm like, but I never I never took uh I never took Portuguese. I don't I don't know any Portuguese. She's like, Yeah you do. And I'm like, No, no, I I, I really I really don't know any Portuguese. Like I'm telling you I don't I don't speak Portuguese. And she starts getting mad, she's like, Yes, you do. You speak Portuguese, you took classes, like you you, you, you you speak Portuguese. So this went on for about fifteen to twenty minutes, like and I was getting increasingly aggravated because uh my mom doesn't always see like reason and logic. She's like, "No, I'm pretty sure that this is true." It's like, "No, no, it's it's really not. It's really It's kind of like that scene from Family Guy where they're like, "Oh, he's as stubborn as a mule." And the mule sitting there is like, "No, Kevin Bacon was not in Footloose." You know, it's kind of like that. It's like but my mom's telling me like, "You know, you speak Portuguese." I'm like, "I'm telling you, I don't know how to speak that language. Like, I also don't speak like Russian or Cambodian." Or, or any of those other languages. I speak some Spanish, and I speak English, and that's it. Like, that's it. She's like, no, and she was getting mad and yelling at me. She's like, no, I know you do. It's like, why? Why are we having this argument? Why would I? Why would I lie about this? Like, what benefit would this probably? I don't speak this language. You can't prove it. Like, what? I no, I don't. I, I don't know. But it was a weird story, and it was. It didn't make any sense to me, and I, I, it, I still bring it up as evidence that my my mom can be crazy sometimes, and only all the times. Um, but she's a nice lady. She's just you know, sometimes she gets something in her head, and like that's the way it is. It's like no, I, it's it's not. I don't. Oh, see.
2: like how I collect spoons,
0: like how you collect spoons.
2: So yes. she got me a spoon. Collection holder that she a had rack. found, like a rack that holds spoons that you collect at Goodwill. Mm-hmm. I, I actually use it as a spice rack now, but, anyways, um, it's supposed to hold spoons. And she's like, Oh, you collect spoons? I, 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 I do. I do. <laughs> she's like, Yeah, because you have the plates on your wall. You collect. See, I love cupcakes. And my kitchen is cupcake theme, So I actually have cupcake, like, decorative plates hanging on my kitchen wall. Mm-hmm. And she took that as, oh, because you collect plates, you must also collect spoons. So here is a wooden spoon holder. Mm-hmm. So I tried to make the best of it and turned it into a spice rack but, or Spiceps.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, <laughs>
2: Linda Belcher. But anyways, um, yeah, like his mom is really freaking crazy. She means well. She totally means yeah. well, but like she, she's just crazy. Yeah. So if any, that's where Patsy the Angry Nerd gets it from. Like if you were wondering like, wow, why is Patsy the Angry Nerd like the way that he is? Like meet his parents, meet his mother. <laughs> then it'll all make so much more sense.
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting, living li- growing up like there's there's a scene from The Simpsons where Lisa's trying to take the bus to go downtown, and it reminded me so much of my mother she's like she's, oh no, you're too young to take the bus when you're older and you can drive and you have your license, then you can take the bus like that's something that my mom would say so uh what about you there uh, agent nicole I, I i think I know what story you're going to tell there's
1: plenty of stories um i First off, I love my mom. Um, <laughs> she's an iron lady. Just preface. Preface. preface Asia l- Cole loves her mom. I love my mom. Um, anyone who's met my mom, they love my mom as well. She's, I love your mom. <laughs> she's She is, if you wonder where I get like the sweet part of me, it's from my mom. Um, there's a few stories. <sighs> I don't know where to begin, but um, I'll start with the one that comes into my mind. Ma- to my head so I was in I it was my sophomore year of college and I had gone to a private college very expensive one and they were going to kick me out of school midway through the semester they were going to like let me back in and so my mom drove down from where we live to Springfield and she she was just recovering from her first cancer surgery. And, you know, she's had been um, doing radiation every week and so forth. And she my mom is the one if you never piss off a Filipino because we are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my mom was really upset that like they were going to kick me out. My mom made a full man cry. She was like, I'm not fucking dealing with this. She goes up to the financial aid's office, made the fucking guy cry.
0: I just want to preface this by saying uh, Agent Nicole's mom is about four feet tall, and maybe, like, she weighs as much as her clothes and keys. Like, she is not, like, a giant intimidating woman. Mm -hmm. She is, like, this tiny little, like... uh, She is the Iron Lady, but she's, like, really little, and she'll just be like...
1: She... A lot of people, I a lot of her coworkers will tell me she's like, "Your mom is so crazy. Like, you would never expect your mom to have a big mouth, but like when you when she's pissed off, God forbid, like the whole freaking place will hear her roar." I was like, "Yep, sounds about like my mom." She'll
0: throw you out of a moving car if you don't give a fuck.
1: Oh yeah, oh that one's a funny story. So I almost gave my mom a heart attack. I was probably three years old. We don't tell dad this story, but um, but we
0: announced it on the podcast. Well,
1: he doesn't listen to the podcast. What? <laughs> and um so i'm the little little daredevil i jumped out of a moving car and my mom thought she hit me she hit the curb (laughs) and she like ran out of the car freaking out and i'm just like what what's going on she's like you can't do that yeah so i tend to give my mom heart attacks um my mom can't say sheets right she says shits (laughs) i love I love picking on my mom. She, my mom speaks very good English. My mom's from the Philippines and um, I like to be, every time we talk, I'm like, can you speak English? What? I'm speaking fucking English. How English you want me to say? I'm like, mom, you're good. You're good. And then she'll say something else. And then I'm like, what was that English? And she'll just like start chucking shit at me. But mom, I love you. I know you'll never hear this show. So, but I do love you. And thanks for making life so interesting. How about you, Ashes?
2: So, I feel like I should also preface this by saying, <laughs> Mom, I love you. I love my mom so much. She's, She's so nice great. Lady. She is a nice lady, which is why Patrick referred... He, that's not her. His, his mother-in-law. That's the nice lady.
0: Yeah, because I wasn't sure... Like, when we first met, I wasn't sure what to call her. I was like, oh, do I call you Martha? Why did you say that name? I was <laughs> <No>. like... <laughs> Uh, Her name literally is Martha. But I was like, I don't know what to call her. I was like, hey, nice lady. And she's been the nice lady forever.
2: Um, And my mom loves it, too. She loves that he calls her the nice lady. He's like, I never... She's like, I never want to be his mother-in-law. She's like, I always want to be the nice lady. Um, So she is. Like, he'll... Whenever he talks to her, he's like, hey, nice lady. Hi, nice lady. Yeah, usually
0: it's... She's on the phone in, like, another part of the room, and I'll be like, hi, nice lady, and yell across the room. She's like, "Uh, hi, brat.
2: Yeah, that's what my mom calls him, brat. (gasps) So... I know that I have stories. Wolfie's got the
0: Warriors on his computer.
2: For the life of me, like I was having such a hard time remembering. So luckily, I have a sister who lives at home with my mother. So I texted her earlier today. And I was like, okay, crazy mom stories. Like, crazy stories about mom. I know we have some. Let Shoot, like, what do you got? And so she was like, okay, so remember some of mom's fashion choices. <laughs> Um, yes, like my mom used to spike her hair. She used to dye her hair blonde and spike it and it looked horrible, but we loved her and she liked it. So we were like, yeah, it looks great. Flash forward to a few years when she, you know, let her hair grow out and stopped dyeing it and it changed back to it's like kind of salt and pepper, like brown gray color. Um, she looks at these pictures and she's like, oh my God, I look, (laughs) she's like, why did you guys let me do this? He was like, well, you liked it. She's like, I can't believe your father let me do my hair like that. I'm like, well, he liked you. So he let me do that. Um, she's also infamous for wearing mom jeans and very like, like the mom shirts with like the florals, yeah. patterns and stuff on it. I wear it. mom jeans yes. too. Yeah, I know you do. Sexy. Um, she also likes to sing. Now, my mom actually has a very beautiful like singing voice. She does singing engagements and stuff. She's mm-hmm. done plenty of solos that... Various like church events and other things, usually, however, yeah, yeah uh, yes, absolutely. Um, however, singing around the house, not so great. <laughs> she would actually, uh, and she still does this too whenever I sleep over, uh, insists on waking people up singing and like, like, going, like, like. La la, la, oh la, my god. la, la. I'm Like oh my god!
1: My dad does the same Mother, thing every day. What are
2: you? I like I told my sister has gone deaf with age. Uh, she, you know, long story short, she's lost her hearing, and it's always in the last place you look. Oh and my! Insert eye roll here. <laughs> um, and one of the things she's so grateful of is she's like I can sleep in. She's like, I can't hear mom singing. I can't hear her trying to wake me up. It is a beautiful thing. I can ignore her. She is so obnoxious.
0: She says the same thing about me
2: yeah yeah everyone says that about you um my mom so on halloween a couple of years ago she ended up having a stroke she continued to hand out candy to the trick-or-treaters while she was having a stroke because she didn't want the trick-or-treaters to miss out on the candy oh while she
0: was waiting for the ambulance i told her next time for halloween just say like boo if she wants to be scary like Because that was enough.
2: Yeah. She continued to sit on the steps and tried to hand out candy. Like, that was actually one of the, like, she realized that she couldn't pick up the candy. She was having difficulty and then realized that she was having a stroke. She proceeded to try to hand out candy to the remaining trick-or-treaters that were there before the ambulance got there. Oh, my God. And then while in the hospital being treated for a stroke, thank God I was married at the time, she was trying to set up my sister with the really cute nurse. Oh and yeah. the doctor. Ooh. And the janitor down the hall. Oh <laughs> <laughs> She also likes to adopt people, quote unquote. Yeah. Like she finds people that she thinks are uh, adorable and she wants to adopt them, especially people she's never met. Like David Ortiz. She wants to adopt big poppy so bad. Like she just wants to hug him. She thinks he's adorable every time. Like, I mean, he's retired and I believe they just recently retired his number. Yeah but every time we would be watching a Red Sox game she'd be like oh that's Big Poppy I'm going to adopt him he's so cute and she will find people like out in public in real life that she thinks is is adorable and she's like oh you're just so cute I just want to adopt you I'm like mom I'm sure they have parents <laughs> I'm sure they have a family you do not need to adopt everyone she does that with some of the musicians that my sister and I listen to mm-hmm. they are like some lead singers of bands and stuff she's like oh oh she calls it rah-rah music she's like <laughs> rah-rah music um, but anyway she's like oh I don't like the words that he's saying but he's so cute I just want to adopt him is it, um, is it boo-boo? <laughs> no it's not um, um. Oh, so I have the uh, tendency to fangirl mm-hmm. over certain things. And my sister does as well. And come to find out fangirling is hereditary. It's genetic because I took my mom to see Journey last summer. And oh my God, I thought she was going to storm the barricade.
0: She did not <laughs> stop believing for like two straight days.
2: I thought she was going to throw her tried attempt to like, like, you know, like, Sling her bra. Slingshot her bra? Out yes. There. Yes. I was like, please. I'm like, we do not need to see that. Please keep your bra on. Like, it's all good. Um, she has this affinity for giraffes and she calls them giraffes. Oh. And she has like her bed is so she has a queen size bed and two-thirds of it is just covered with stuffed giraffes. That's so cute. Like, she barely has enough room for her to sleep in it. She has her stuffed giraffes, or giraffes. Aww. And she's like, my little giraffa! My little giraffa!
0: True story. <laughs> when I first met her, I was trying to, like, you know, impress her. So I had given her a, uh, a giraffe mask that one of my students had brought me back from uh, South Africa.
1: Oh, that's Nice. I just thought of something really funny about my mom. A couple months ago, one of our good friends, Chris, Chris and my mom worked together. I didn't know about this, and we were supposed to go on this big trip. And my mom, (laughs) my mom tells Chris, "Oh, is it going to be safe? Are you guys going to be safe?" Like, Mom, I'm 27 years old. I think I'm going to be okay with a group of friends, and she's just worried. Are you going to be safe? Or there was another one where Chris was like, you and your mom are so, like, about lusting over men. And I think she was lusting over Danny Mandela from the Patriots. Amendola. Amendola. And she was like, he was like, oh, no, I see where your daughter gets it from. So.
0: Yeah, but he's not British, so you wouldn't like him.
1: It doesn't have to be British.
0: No, it does.
1: Excuse me. It's my taste in men. No. But oh, anyways... Sorry, I did mean to interject, but any no, more mom okay. stories?
2: I just I just have one more. Yeah. So, before we got married, Patrick was talking about how he had just purchased some Batman boxers on clearance. Oh, and yeah. And my mom was like, oh, I dare you to wear those at your wedding. She's like, you're not going to wear those. Patrick's like, yeah, I'll wear them. And they made a bet that he wouldn't wear them and drop trowel in front of everyone. Oh. <gasps> And so at, at, like, at like 10 o'clock... 10.30. No, no, no. It was no, supposed no, it to was, be 10 it o'clock. It was supposed to be 10 o'clock. They made a bet. Like at 10 o'clock at our reception, wedding reception, he was going to drop trow in front of everyone and expose his Batman boxers.
0: He's going to show off my Batcave.
2: And so at 10.30... At our wedding reception, my mom gets on the microphone and she was like, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, can I have your attention? She's like, I made a bet with my now son-in-law that he would not wear his Batman underwear and that he would not drop trow in front of everyone. She's like, so, Patrick, if you could come up here. So he did. And he dropped trow in front of everyone and he was wearing his Batman boxers. I was
0: like, she doesn't mom, think I'll do this. She don't know me very well.
2: My, my mom provoked him. My mom bet my husband that he wouldn't drop trow in front of everyone. Yep. This is why I drink, drop, lady, my, drop
0: my pants in front of everybody. Put my hands up in the air like I didn't care.
2: And my mom just started laughing. We only got one picture. Laughing. One
0: person took a picture. I'm so
2: everyone was else that? was like floored. They were like, oh, my God, he's really doing it.
0: I didn't care. Because <laughs> I, I, I found him. And I took the picture. I said, you know. I finally found, you know, a garment fine enough to be uh, married in. She's like, how's anybody going to know you wear it? I bet you won't drop your pants. I was like, I bet you I will.
2: My sister says, like, she's never brought a raccoon into the house or anything.
1: <laughs> but my mom's mom. pretty crazy.
2: Your she's fun, though. She's awesome. She's fun. She's gotten so much fun in her old age. And she never used to drink. But now she drinks wine. But She's a lightweight. So she likes her white wine spritzers. So it's yeah. like half she's the like glass filled with Flanders. with Moscato and like the other half filled with like Sprite or something up or yeah. whatever. And oh my God, those couple ounces of wine goes right to her head and she gets so loopy and she's just like, woo, <laughs> oh yeah, like all cross-eyed. Road. And she's just like, I drank too much. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I drank too much. <laughs> I like
0: four sips.
2: <laughs> she's adorable. I love her. She keeps life interesting. Yay for moms.
0: Well, with that being said, I think it's uh, time to go ahead and take our first break. And uh, when we come back, we are going to start chatting about uh, uh, Linda Belcher.
2: All right.
1: Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. And you are listening to Throwdown Thursday on the Grand Guineal Network.
0: And we're back! Oh my god! That was a very uh, succinct break. And uh, for those of you who don't know, that is uh, our good buddy uh, Rocky, a.k.a. No Man, singing his song Dead River. Uh, Rocky's a very talented musician. If you uh, didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, uh, he made uh, three songs for uh, for us, one, one, one each. Although one of them was just a wine commercial, so uh, definitely check that out, and check out Rocky's stuff. We'll uh, post a bunch of links to his uh, musics, because that's good. Um, so what the hell are we doing today? We're talking about uh, Linder, Linda, who is uh, a character on uh, Robert's Burgers. Uh, his name is Bob Burgers.
2: His name is Bob Burgers.
0: <laughs> Your name is Max <laughs> Flush. You are looking for a toilet? Uh Linda is the matriarch of the Belcher family, like we said. She has uh she's married to Bob, uh, for whom the restaurant is named. She has three children, uh advancing from oldest to youngest, Tina, Jean, and Louise.
2: And we've already talked about Louise. We on did this talk show. about
0: Louise. So we're slowly making our way. Now we've, uh, once this episode is complete, we'll have uh, done 40% of the Belcher family. And uh, one of the most fascinating things I find about Linda is the voice actor who plays her is, uh, and this is true for the majority of the uh, characters, there's very few uh, women on the show and there's even fewer women who play women on the show. Uh, Kristen Schull is one, and Jenny Slate is the other.
2: Megan Mullally.
0: Megan Mullally, who plays Sarah Linda Silverman. Skin. Sarah Silverman is and, Andy and Ollie. Yes, her and her her She's, and her sister. Yep. Do Andy and Ollie, who are boys, not girls. Yep. That's why I was saying, like, you know, women who play women on the show. So, oh, sorry. Linda is. Uh, voiced by John Roberts. John Correct. Roberts, yeah? Yes. Um, I don't know what else he's been in because that wasn't part of the, the research I did, but he does a great job of uh, capturing the character.
2: Well, here's the thing so Linda, the character of Linda, and ultimately the voice of Linda is inspired by John Roberts mm-hmm. mom he actually had a series of YouTube videos where he portrayed kind of like a caricature mm-hmm. of his mother oh look the tree oh that's a nice tree <laughs> like look at the tree and it's it's pretty much Linda like it's it's Linda Belcher and when they were creating this character, and whatnot, they kind of wrote it to intersect the two yeah. characters. So he kind of plays a more, like, slightly refined version yeah. of the character that he was playing in his YouTube videos. Which I, ultimately is an homage to his actual mother.
1: Mm-hmm. I was surprised when I, I got to see Bob Berger's live a couple of years so ago. So jealous. I didn't, act, I didn't know that John Roberts played Linda because he. they do like mini stand-ups before they do like a table reading. And so John Roberts comes up and I was like, oh, okay. And then he started talking like Linda, singing like Linda. And I was like... What? And what's crazy is they So
2: they have a script but they also do a lot of Ad-libbing as well In the show and it's just so cool That this show uh, gives them a lot Of freedom to develop The character how they see fit So I mean and and he's just done John Roberts like Linda Belcher is one of my Spirit animals (laughs) for Many many reasons and we will definitely Go into that but he just does Such a good job with her mm-hmm. and like the voice is just perfect for this
1: character. Like I can't, I can't imagine Linda sounding any other way. No, I can't either. I just it, her voice and who she is. It's just it fits. Yeah, like, it's, it just, it's, perfect. it's perfect. The
0: same with 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 Tina, but like John Roberts just does such an amazing job. But whoa, I'm like crashing into the table here trying to like. Get comfortable, like wrecking the place. Um, I do have to say one thing about Linda, and I alluded to this earlier. Uh, Linda's terrible sometimes. And, um, see, Bob's family is terrible to him, but Linda. Linda takes a cake And the kids follow suit And I, I'm gonna explain I'm gonna explain
2: Can we talk about The good parts of Linda Before you go trashing The no, character No I well Get it out There's, of the way now Oh okay Okay yeah. Yeah, you, 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 t- you shit all over The character And then I'll no, talk no, about no, no, Why I love the, it so character.
0: much I love Linda As a character But There are certain things That she does She is absolutely terrible um, Her Dutch baby When they go to get The Dutch baby And Bob keeps saying That they they're, they're getting cut off He's getting cut off By a guy in a candy cane truck And Linda's honking The horn at him She's like Oh I'm doing jingle bells
2: Yeah she was singing jingle bells Jingle bells yeah, jingle, jingle bells, bells. It's all not it's he heard, her fault It's all all he not her fault That the dude honking. driving The candy cane truck Bobcat honking. Goldwaith Doesn't know Jingle bells Listen <laughs> That's not her fault
0: She And Bob said It's like look you know, This guy's trying to kill us He's like oh okay Yeah and no one believed him And Linda kept like Antagonizing you know him Yeah
2: but you know what She did She and gave was him Was it true she gave him her Dutch baby.
0: And why were they out in the first place? Because Linda needed to get a tree in October. She
2: wanted to get <laughs> into the spirit of Christmas.
0: In October.
2: She wanted to get into the spirit of Christmas. It was
0: Halloween, and she had a Christmas tree up. She
2: liked Christmas. And it kept
0: catching on fire. It's
2: all about Christmas.
0: So she kept, it kept catching on fire, and she was putting her... Her family in danger. Oh,
2: Christmas! You
0: Christmas!
1: Christmas. Yeah, she has a C
2: H, oh, I-, C- H- I. No, C H R I C- S T M A S. A-S.
1: Christmas.
0: So I mean, right. that's that's my my one oh, that's it? about about Linda is that you know she's I mean she puts her foot down and she does. Uh, she does call Bob out on his shit Like when he tries to hide from her Parents By pretending he's stuck in the wall And then he really gets stuck And she's like alright you can just stay there That's what happens That's one of the first episodes That's episode 2
1: It is episode yeah, 2 yes, it is.
0: So I know you have a lot of notes prepared So you can uh, go ahead and
1: We get the bad out of the way, and let's talk about the good. Yeah,
0: I know you guys have a lot to talk about, so...
1: Okay, so Linda
2: Belcher is the happy-go-lucky, enthusiastic, funny, and... Linda supports her husband Bob's dream through thick and thin. She has a joyful enthusiasm for whatever she undertakes from dinner theater to synchronized swimming to road rage. She loves her family. She loves her husband. She has a zest for life. She hates the baked ziti. (laughs) She wants her
1: ashes to be thrown in Tom Selleck's face. I was going to say,
2: she loves Tom Selleck. Uh, She just... Takes what life has given her and makes the best out of it. And that's what I love. She loves wine, guys. And porcelain babies. She loves wine and porcelain babies and singing songs. And singing songs about porcelain babies. <laughs> if you're, you're not, not real, then, then why do I, do I feel, feel this way? Little babies. <laughs> Oh, I just that's what you want
0: to switch you out. And uh, just so everyone out there is aware,
1: there's gonna be a lot of singing <laughs> Ashley today. Ashley sings
0: this song pretty much every day, at least once a day, to our cat Zombie.
1: She's my little porcelain
2: baby. Aww.
0: Except she's real, and, and she likes
2: porcelain. it. If you're not real,
1: then why do I feel this way? little baby little caution to everybody oh, okay. we will be singing a lot in this episode ashes and i will be singing so beware just,
0: just. or be square
1: Just come
2: along for the ride with us. It's going to be fun. So Linda is lenient and supportive towards her whole family while still garnering their love and respect. She is especially kind to her unstable sister, Gail, who is voiced by Megan Mullally, encouraging Bob to have a pretend affair with her to raise her self-esteem and allowing Gail to hang many anus-themed paintings in the restaurant.
0: All right. Now, wait a minute. That's another thing that drove me nuts about Linda. She's like, Bob's like, no, I don't want to be involved in a fake affair. She goes, no, no, it'll be great. Pretend, you know. He's like, but she might want to kiss me. Oh, yeah, let her do whatever. What if she wants sex? Yeah, do whatever she wants. Do whatever, do whatever, do whatever. And Bob spends the entire episode trying to get away from her. So finally, you know, Gail uh, Gail traps Bob, and Bob, like, breaks one of his teeth and... Linda gets pissed off And slaps Bob in the face In his broken teeth And he's like Why are you hitting me? She's like Oh cause you're all over my sister He's like You told me to do this Like For days you told me to do this And then you get pissed And hit me in my broken tooth Like Like That's some bullshit I'd be pissed That's divorce right there I'd be pissed But I digress
1: <laughs> What else is new? Linda is
2: extremely outgoing, flamboyant, feminine, and has absurd obsessions with performing arts and dramatic tradition. She will occasionally take extreme measures to pursue these and make her family slash bystander standards join in her acting this. This is seen in the episode where Bob is the um, takes the kids on the field trip he 's like the field trip monitor chaperone, yes. chaperone that 's what they 're called and Linda is usually usually the chaperone, but mm-hmm. this time she lets Bob go and she kind of has like some regrets or whatever, so she decides to they 're at this museum and she decides to go to the museum and come to find out all of the museum like curators and workers and stuff are having a strike outside of the museum. And Linda just cannot resist a good chant. So she picks up some picket signs and she's like, no, 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 no. You're you're doing this all wrong. So she decides that she needs to write some chants for these uh, Protesters. protesters to the likes of men are from from mars Mars. women are from Venus. venus i got a yum yum you got a penis
0: which has nothing to do with the fact that the these people want more money for working at the museum that's what they're protesting they're protesting that they don't make enough money and then that's what she comes up with
2: she's just genius she's genius She's also very extroverted and is often rambling or very talkative. She sings the most of all characters... In the episode uh, Hamburger Dinner Theater, oh my God, I love that. she lies to Bob, telling him that she is going to pickles. They actually have really good pickles. <laughs> they have really good pickles. <laughs> what while, what going did to while going to see a pirate themed dinner theater show. The Pirates of Penzance. Panache. Uh, Panache, whatever. Yeah, I was like, what the hell are you, Penzance? Penzance, whatever. Like,
0: <laughs> it's not even a real word.
2: <laughs> so. She sees she goes to the dinner theater and she feels inspired. And she wants to create her own dinner theater. That is her dream. She decides to turn Bob's burgers into a dinner theater. What? What is that face?
0: This is another example oh my God. of her. What happens in the in the episode?
2: They have songs and,
0: and they what sing? happens to all the money that they make.
1: They go into... Mentally- Tina's a tree. Yes.
0: It gets... <laughs> somebody comes in and steals all the money, and people are like, oh, no, it's part of the show. And it's like, no, it's not part of the show. We're legitimately being robbed. Then the guy shows up again. Linda's like, oh, you're so great. Can you come back and be in the show again? He's like, Linda, she, he fucking robbed us and took all our money. They like, the
1: app of the show.
0: We're scraping by. We have no money. Like... We, we can't afford to get the children a whiteboard, like a dry erase board for Christmas. But, you know, you want this guy to come back and steal all our money again? And she's like, yeah, because he's got a really good voice. It's like, no, he's got a gun and he was going to kill people. So that was, a, that was something I don't like that Linda did.
1: We asked you to get all the negativity. I out don't
0: remember the everything. You well, guys are reminding me.
2: Jean, her son, definitely helps facilitate her musical side because Jean is an accomplished keyboardist yes, in his has. own head. And As uh, long as Linda, it's in that one key. Yeah. Uh, but Linda is such a supportive mother that she thinks that he is just phenomenal. And he does help. Like the Thanksgiving that they write a song that both Linda and, and Gail sing. And I'm hoping... Oh, Agent do. Nicole will help me sing the Gravy Can't Boat I song. Am I your gale? Yes. Oh, my God. Will you be your my gale? gale of gale? thrones? My gale of thrones. Yes, absolutely. Ready? Give
1: me a second.
2: <gasps> All right. A ding, a, a, ding. a, a ding. What's that sound? sound? It's the, the Gravy Boat. boat. Coming, Coming around. around. It's not the a navy, navy boat. boat. It's, it's a gravy, the gravy boat. boat. Fill of bravery. bravery.
0: Savory, cravery. cravery. Savory, cravery. Sailor folks.
2: Sailors in, in your mouth. Sailors in your mouth. But you know, Linda I don't know also why
0: I'm encouraging this, but fixing the word. We don't need
2: Linda your also encouragement. Tries to save the family. Like when they are approached by Mr. 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 Fish Odor. About making a couple of extra bucks oh by posing, have, having Linda and the kids pose as his wife and children yep. in order to attract one of his old flames, Shelby something, um, because she likes to be a home wrecker yep. and he's trying to get her to wreck his home, quote yep. unquote. And so Linda poses as his wife and wears one of her old bridesmaids dresses to try to be all fancy. Yeah. And the kids pose as his kids and Bob you know, uh, poses as the cook, and Linda is all stoked because she again. This is another Thanksgiving episode, boys and girls, and of course, on a Thanksgiving episode, there's a the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving song. song. It's one of my favorite songs that Linda sings, <sighs> and we're gonna sing it right now. Really Pass do. the cranberry Pass. sauce. for mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes. Ooh, the, Ooh, the turkey, turkey looks, looks great. great. Thank, Thank you, you for loving us. Me. Thank oh, you for, for being there. Me. Thank you for loving me. Everyone's, Everyone's thanking. Thinking the, whole the whole world's thanking you. For thanking, you thanking for thanking us. For thanking
1: you. Kill the turkey.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this is all. <laughs> and day. this is
2: this is this is before Linda has had half of four bottles of wine. Yeah oh my God. Yep. <laughs> are,
1: are you drunk?
0: Linda, no, I've just had half of four bottles of wine.
2: And that's another thing too. Linda is a high Functioning alcoholic, maybe. She drinks a lot. Mommy doesn't get drunk. She just has fun.
0: She doesn't drink all the time, though, but when she does, she goes all out.
2: She even tries to actually no, not tries to she does give wine to a raccoon that she lets into her house she calls him little king trash mouth and he was being bullied by one of the other
1: raccoons out in the garbage can el diablo. Uh, yeah el, yeah because because he's a bully el diablo and she took she- one of louise's um, volcano and made it into a wine coozy. yes yes
0: see she has sometimes she has her heart in the right place but like goes about things in like the total wrong way like she really wants to live vicariously through her children occasionally so when tina goes out for the cheerleading squad like and everything's and jean, jean, makes, and it, jean
2: makes it she makes it yeah she
0: loses her fucking mind
2: oh my god we're a cheerleader
0: and then she comes up with like the most dangerous friggin cheerleading stunt (laughs) almost kills all the children then uh, she does try to encourage her children whatever they do like uh,
2: she's very supportive like when she she decides to
0: sell the espresso machine for $500 worth of scam baseball lessons for Jean
2: but Jean hit the ball it
0: wasn't a hit it was an error Bob was right Although I will say the uh when she tries because Louise and all the kids tend to like Bob better than Linda, but Louise especially so she takes her to uh the phenomena mom,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, Nicole, would you like to tell us about the phenomena mom' Because you haven't said much so far?
1: I've been singing That's yeah but so. That's um so. To improve their relationship, uh, Linda decides, I'm going to take my daughter to this special mother and daughter class, <laughs> and <laughs> Louise will only do the class if she's getting paid for it. So they are in a few comp- compromising, <laughs> like, compromising situations where Louise has to get out of like the sack and they braid each other's hair. Braid each other's hair. And oh, then they sing a song. How about Harry Truman? Here goes the hair. There Here goes the hair. Where, where is Harry Truman? He's dead in the ground. ground. He's dead in the ground. He's dead, 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 dead. Oh. dead.
0: <laughs> what about oh, uh, they have to. F- the, 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 the I wasn't done speaking. The, uh, through the umbilical cord. I
1: wasn't done. I thought you wanted me to talk more, so I was going to talk more.
0: Oh, talk. You keep singing.
1: That's okay. Singing's awesome. So I was going to punch you, but I'm holding wine. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She has the best quotes. And so Louise and Linda basically, at the very end, they realize they are they have like they're both very competitive. And so Louise and her and Linda go out to this um, laser tag, and some of the best lines is like, "Look up, Dakota." Or something like that i I can't remember, but Louise has a f- a soft spot for her mom, and they she realizes that she has some similarities to her mom, especially like with the farting when um Jean Bob and louise are it's the spaghetti western, and they're running away because Bob is in a a fight with another dad, and Louise is like, Oh like.' you know, you guys are always spending time and Gene farts and Bob's like, oh, your your fart smells like mine and Louise is like, well, mine too. And he's like, no, your, your fart smells like your mom. So. Um, what are your favorite uh, Linda episodes, everyone? Patsy.
0: Um, well, and I think this one's going to be mentioned by everyone else, too, but definitely Linda's 40th birthday or 40... 40.
1: 44.
2: 44. 44.
0: 44. She leaves a half hour friggin... Like, you think she's having a phone conversation, but she's just leaving a voicemail? Mm-hmm. yeah Ginger. Yeah, the Ginger. Who That's her friend. we never see. We
2: never meet, ginger, never meet but, ginger, but we talk a lot on she's Ginger's like, voicemail.
0: She's like Diane from uh, Twin Peaks.
2: Yeah, we never meet her.
0: I don't think she's real.
2: She exists.
0: But, uh, but she... Uh, like, the, this series of, like, just... So unlucky and unfortunate, like chain just see, happens the to her. It's the eat
2: spray Linda episode. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, she uh, she goes to the store because they're trying the, everybody, the family's trying to do something nice for her, and
2: they- they're doing a homemade spa day. for yeah.
0: her and she's going and she's picking some stuff up at the store, and then she locks her keys in the car because somebody parked too close, and then she splits her pans and then. She gets sprayed by a skunk, then she's trying to walk, she gets on the bus, but the bus is going in the opposite direction, and then uh, people in the store are assholes, and then she like, decides to be like, oh, I'm ruining your chalk painting, because fuck you, because you suck, and then like, Jean dips his grilled cheese into her tomato bath
2: that that is the patchiest description Well, I don't want to get into
0: I don't want to like it's one of the best episodes. I don't want to ruin all the good parts.
2: Yeah, but the whole point of the episode is the fact that Linda has a really bad day, but it turns into a really good day and the, her family goes out looking for her. And they her, find out she and has they this read insane
0: Secret life.
2: They rediscover <laughs> who she is. They learn more about her, and they appreciate her. She
0: does her BM in the PM.
2: Hey Tina, how you doing, girl? Yeah, apparently she um, stops
0: off at a specific hotel to take a shit every day.
2: The um, God, the the oyster something hotel. I think so. The yeah. Oyster shell. No, I I have it oyster. here. Hold on, it's in my notes. I know this. I know this. I know this. The
0: cloister. Hold oyster. on.
2: Hold on. Hold on. Don't have a crap attack. Oh, my God. Don't have a crap Don't tell me to have a crap attack. You <laughs> don't have a have crap, a crap attack, attack if I want. Um, yeah, it's the Oyster Something Hotel.
0: Yeah, I don't remember what the I, name I is. can't find
2: it. I know it's somewhere, but, but I can't there's, find you it. Know,
0: anyways. They go to a... Uh, a uh, cause like, with each of the kids, they have like a secret thing. Like, her and Tina go to this hotel. The
2: Royal Oyster the Royal hotel. hotel. I found it. So,
0: her and Tina go to the hotel and take shits. Um... Her and Gene go to this place and and uh, eat the samples at, like, this little bakery. He's got a sign up that says... Uh, She's banned. Know. Linda is banned. Yeah. And, like, Gene's like, what did that guy do? And he's like, oh, he's really racist. What'd that baby do? He's just a jerk. <laughs> so, like, they're all banned. And, like, he starts talking shit. And then Bob gets mad. Then uh, they go to, like, the next place is, like, this pet store. And, like, there's a... There's a bird that says uh, her catchphrase. It's like, all right. Bob's like, did that bird just say all right? It's like, wow, your mom leads an interesting life. And then Tina's like, oh, I'm beginning to think my secret bathroom trips with mom aren't the most interesting part of her day. (laughs) (laughs) Like, your guy's stuff is way better. And so, like, she finally gets home and, like, breaks a window. And uh, it's... The episode is hilarious like you feel so bad for her then at the end of the day she's like, I want to do this every year! Drop me off in the middle of the woods with no phone and I want to see if I can make my way home. But I think that might be uh, my favorite one of her. Um, Either that or the uh, Valentine's episode where they drive around all day trying to find a love tester and it turns out that it wasn't her at all yeah it was like Barbara Bunkley it's like, who's B.B.? Oh, Bob Belcher. Yeah, but who's the other B.B.? Oh, no, Barbara Bunkley.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you know what? But that's, and, and Linda thinks that it's the sweetest thing ever. Yeah. She's a little pissed that he brought tea that Bob took the kids out of school all spent day.
0: $500 on that thing.
2: What? Like, she it's thinks the it's thought. the sweetest thing in the world. That, yeah. he, you know, it's he's at that point where, like, all of his memories are kind of skewed. He thought it was with her. She thought it was the sweetest thing ever because she's such a supportive person.
0: Usually, his uh, Valentine's Day gifts... Uh, Heart-shaped
2: pancakes.
0: Heart-shaped burger. Like, all the kids get the rejects. Like, I got a mustache. <laughs> Free pancake rides. So, uh, what about you there, uh, one of you two? Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> can bro shambo for it.
1: Um, I can go. Um, okay. One of my favorite episodes is one of the earlier episodes where Tina... I mean, Tina, sorry. Linda decides, I'm going to run a B&B. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> That's a really good one.
1: And so Linda's like, you know, God will love me because he know I'll be in heaven because he knows I throw a good uh, uh, bread and back breakfast. So <laughs> she so she decides, okay, you know, she got people. Hello, involved. God. What can I get you? <laughs> yep. And so she traps. Uh, well, I won't. Be- I won't butcher this episode, but um, so they got a couple of guests. They get their um, f- loyal customer Teddy into the B and B, which causes friction between her and her daughter Louise because they tend to f- um, fight against, like, argue against one another. And she puts she locks up the guests in their rooms because no one really wants to participate or be a part of it. And, you know, she's just she when she's into a project or anything, she puts her heart and her soul and everything into it. And she'll do anything to make sure that everything goes smoothly. Unfortunately, everything doesn't go smoothly. And, you know, at the very end, she realizes maybe, you know, I shouldn't be doing uh, bread and breakfast. And it's a really funny episode.
2: Um, How about you, Ashes?
1: What do you got? So, I want
2: to talk about Tatas. <laughs> the Tatas! The Tatas are a band that Linda, her sister Gail, and some of her friends were in uh, in high school. And they were in a talent show and unfortunately they were upstaged by a better band called Bad Hair Day. And apparently Bad Hair Day went on to be famous and do really cool stuff and whatever. So it's their high school reunion and Linda gets a call and apparently it's kind of like, yeah, this is a last resort, but uh will the Tatas play? And she was like, I won't do it. I won't do it. And she's like mulling it over. And Bob's like, so I'm off scotch free. We're not going <laughs> to the reunion. This is great. And she's just kind of like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And she's singing in the shower. And she's like, oh. still got it and decides that she's gonna do it and they get the band back together and they write new music and she wanted to write songs that were were going to stick it to their classmates like I'm better than you now because I'm great and you all suck and stuff and it's time for the reunion and they're getting ready to take the stage and who shows up a Bad Hair Day and they play a song about how they won the talent show and Linda freaks out and she runs away and she runs off stage but she finds her children with black eyes and eventually <laughs> finds the courage to go back to the reunion and hit the stage and do it for the right reasons. Do 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 their their songs and their old songs and let Gail perform her songs. And um, they perform this song called I Still Have Two Out of Five Sexy Parts. I still got my sexy parts. Well I got two out of five. I got two out of five. <laughs> It's and true. Gail sings that song about Derek Demetopoulos. Yeah.
1: Derek Demetopoulos.
2: Who makes this her yogurt? A dermatologist. Yes. yes. Um but yeah, I just I love that episode. I think it's just so much fun. Um it's not my favorite Linda moment because I have way too many There's favorite too many. Linda moments. Um but it's definitely one of them. But I just, you know, she's such a, she's such a creative spirit. She always gives uh,
1: good advice. Like I just randomly think of one where only strippers shave above the knee when she's trying to teach uh, Tina how to shave. And um, what else is a good one? she's just she's always full of wisdom and she her heart's in the right place but uh, unfortunately sometimes the execution doesn't come right, out
2: like the episode where she forces Louise to have a slumber party oh because my God. she feels like it's for Louise's better interest oh God, like every it. little girl wants to have a slumber party yeah. well except Louise but like Linda's trying to like convince Louise like no make friends have a slumber party yeah. and she does has all of these things uh, set up where you know they tie dye t-shirts and they decorate Cakes Wait. and they watch, twins- Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Two twins in Cincinnati. Um, and and they do the slumber party fashion show.
1: I love that song <laughs> so
2: much. <laughs>
1: I love that song. So, but her hearts
2: in the and, and like Louise is driven crazy, and ultimately Louise makes a friend at the end yeah, of the day. She does but you know Linda always has everyone's best interest yeah. at heart, and. Like you said, the execution may be off a little bit, but the love is there. Yes. Yeah, and that's what's important.
1: Sometimes she does drastic things, especially when she's trying to spice up her relationship with Bob, like putting Viagra pills in his food for their like their date night so that they could have sex. And unfortunately, that doesn't happen because the kids decide to go to a factory or she goes and does um, airplane lessons. And Bob doesn't want to do it. They have a Prosecco picnic. <laughs> yep. And so, you know, she tries, you know, she she just tries to be a good person and she is and she's funny and she's such a wonderful character, well played, well written and... She's such a weird... Like, she's such a
2: weirdo. Yeah. She's such a weirdo. I feel like all moms are weirdos. And she's everything that I aspire to be, really. Because she's just crazy. But she's so much fun. And she doesn't care. She doesn't care what anybody else thinks. Mm -hmm. Um, She does have a little bit of a jealousy streak. Oh, yeah. Like, when Gretchen loses the 15 pounds and her dolphin tattoo starts to look like a dolphin (laughs) again. (laughs) And... um, Linda decides to go on the skin diet, where oh the skin deep diet, where yeah. all you do is eat like the skins skin off of-, of like vegetables, frosting and is the skin of a cake and stuff. Yeah, and then she's like, "Hey, frosting's the skin of a cake," um, you know. And and that actually, I love that episode because it has a lot to do with Linda and Bob's relationship and Mm. Linda's sitting there and she's feeling very insecure for a moment, which is kind of out of character for her character because she is such a confident person. Um, And, and Bob's like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You're perfect the way you are. Like you don't have to lose a pound. You're fine the way you are. Like, I think you're beautiful. And I just, I don't know. Thanks, thanks, horny grandpa. (laughs) I just, I love that episode, you know, because A, it shows Linda's vulnerability, but it also shows, like, how strong the relationship between Bob and Linda yeah. is. And I just, I don't know. I just, I love that. I love that so much.
0: She's she's a good, uh... She's a good character. Like I said, you know, I have She's some,
2: a very good role model.
0: I have some issues with some of the stuff she does, especially... Oh, shut up. You know, that... But uh, you know, usually it's done in with the best of intentions. So, Mm
2: -hmm. don't have Uh, a crap attack. Listen,
0: yeah, don't be such a boo punch. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So, um, I think that's going to wrap it up uh, for a job. I I think we'll take a a quick break. We'll. Get down at the crowning otter and uh we will be right back
2: here comes the baby do you love a scary story do you love to dance the big scary monster at is a collection of dark songs about sex Mine helps you drink
0: Yeah, Agent Nicole is uh, Ironborn She is sworn to uphold the realm This is our buddy uh, Jeremy McFarlane Of the uh, Atomic Age Media Podcast uh, Go check those cats out Him and Martin Martin's uh, a good dude, Jeremy's a good dude And uh, they know a lot of stuff about comics, movies, and music So listen to them too They're No
2: great. Sally, because your life is a lie. Right when you're done with <laughs> this
0: What uh, happened the turtles? So I hope you enjoyed our our chat about uh, Linda Belcher. Um, but we've got uh, we've got something coming up this week that we haven't done in a while, and that that's our battle. We haven't done a battle in a while, and the last time we did a battle, uh, we forgot to put it up, and then I was going to do it, and then I forgot who was in the battle, <laughs> and then I got busy <laughs> at work, and we never put it up. So it was a four way tie. Um, so. This week, our battle is uh, Battle of the uh, Foxy Moms
1: Ayo uh,
0: See how I did that there? Yes They're all uh, from Fox shows Yes so it's, uh, uh, Linda, Linda Belcher
1: Wait,
2: no, no, shut, shut oh, the
0: Oh, you've got to do wow. your
2: Shut the front Listen, door I've been
0: gone for a while You shut know.
2: Shut your mouth I shut your mouth! You guys
0: have to do your fish thing.
2: fish. fish, fish, fish <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ew! Don't ew. Lick me! That's gross. She put her hand
0: on my mouth, so That's I just licked her hand. It's like no, So what you do.
2: No, you just shiffy shiffy. Yeah,
0: You ready, you Nicole?
1: I am ready.
2: How are we going to count this? Three, one, two, one.
0: Three, two, one. Okay. Three, Patrick, three. shut your face!
2: <laughs>
1: Stop! Yeah,
2: don't bite me! Don't bite! Use your words! Don't bite!
1: Three, okay, three two, two, one. one. It's, it's a motherfucking, motherfucking throwdown.
0: See, this is what happens when we don't do it for weeks at a time. <laughs> we forget how to do
1: it. So we didn't forget how to do it. It's no, you forgot how to do it. We know what's you up. You just we kept talking. Before. We can run this show without you. I mean, buddy. I, yep.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Boy, bye. Uh, so it's the battle of the foxy moms. It's Linda Belcher against Marge Simpson against. Lois Griffin against Francine Smith.
2: It is a Fox Mom four way. Yep. yep. And uh, so no holds barred. No holds barred. Cage match. Yep. Who's gonna win? Who do you think is gonna win? Let us know in the polls. Let us know in the comments on the Facebook group.
0: So there's two of the, what I th- of who I would vote for, and I don't. I, I'm having a tough time breaking it down between those two, so.
2: so go home, do your homework kids, and let us know who do you think is going to win.
0: If you're unfamiliar with the character, just let us know. We'll uh we'll ed- ed- educate you.
1: There'll be pictures online. I will make sure of it.
0: But yeah, we'll actually put this fight up this time. Um so one of the things we like to do here on uh Throw It Out Thursday is we each have our own little Segment that uh, we do at the end of the show. Uh, I do mine. And Agent Nicole does her, and and uh, Ashes has hers. So we're going to start with mine. Uh, Wolfie, can you play my music
1: from the blackness of space, timeless from the void? You. Are- Terrified to learn of Patsy's
0: science facts. <laughs> today, uh, today, uh, instead of giving you a, a fancy science fact, I have a couple of things written down that I was going to do, but uh, I came up, came across something the other day on Kindle, and I think this is an important thing to uh, discuss. Uh, it is a new book by uh, Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson, who is uh, one of my favorite astrophysicists.
2: Mine too, but for different reasons.
0: And um, if you're familiar, if you're unfamiliar with him, he is a very intelligent uh, gentleman. He uh, takes very complex um, thoughts and ideas and, 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 and uh, theories and, and scientific principles and kind of breaks them down. Uh, so that everyone can understand them, even if you don't have a background in science. Uh, And he has just released a book called Astrophysics for People in a Hurry, and it is available on Amazon. It is... uh, It's basically... It's that type of thing. It's what he does. He lets people know, okay, here's this. Here's how we fit into the universe. Here's how the universe fits into us. Here's how, you know, here's our place. This is, you know... It's a nice breakdown uh, without getting too heavy into, you know, the technical terms and, and, and you know, there's not a lot of, like, super advanced science in it. It's, you know, he understands how to take a super complex subject and kind of uh, explain it in a way that is uh, easily digestible by, you know, the, uh, the average person. So that's uh, astrophysics for people in a hurry. And uh I would highly recommend it. So that's my science fact for the week is you should get this book um, because there's a lot of good stuff in there. And even if you think you're not interested in astrophysics, uh, I would be willing to bet that there's something in there that you would be interested in. Because um, he's a very charismatic guy, and that comes across in his... uh not only his radio shows, but his TV shows and his uh, his explanations um, of science and science facts. So pick that up on Amazon. Um, that's what I would go with.
2: I'm trying to add that he also has a fantastic podcast called Star Talk. Mm-hmm. You can find it on Stitcher Radio. Just look up Star Talk. Uh, the episodes are about an hour each he sometimes has fantastic guests like Bill Nye the Science Guy um, very informative fascinating and like Patsy said he's very charismatic and has such an interesting way of introducing certain topics to the masses so definitely check it out
0: he also uh, I think it's still available on Netflix he also did uh, the Fox series Cosmos which was uh Kind of a reimagining of the series that Carl Sagan did back in the 80s. And he also has uh, The Inexplicable Universe, where he explains the inexplicable. So if you like science and you like uh, attractive men with, uh, you know, soothing voices, uh, go go with uh, either of those shows or the podcast or the book or all of them. You'll learn a lot. Another uh, thing that we like to do is... As you could tell, Ashes likes to talk about wine. A lot. Um, so we have a little, uh, a little segment where Ashes talks about wine and gives you uh, a little bit of background about what she's been doing. And uh, Wolfie, can we play that music, please? <laughs>
1: <laughs> With ashes nightmare.
2: So, we are smack dab in the middle of summer right now, and it is hot, and it is humid, and it is uncomfortable, and we are doing whatever we can to keep ourselves cool, whether it be finding a place that is air conditioned. Wearing not much or consuming beverages and food that cool us off. And what I love on a nice hot summer day is a bowl of ice cream. And what's the best kind of ice cream, you ask? Well, ice cream that is infused with wine. Yes, it exists, and it's delicious. So it is by a brand called Mercer's. I had recently, thanks to Mr. Angry Nerd, the chocolate Cabernet, and it is delicious. It is... A wine filled ice cream. Uh, the wine is a has uh, flavors of dried cherry and cassis notes and blended with rich chocolate ice cream uh, filled with chocolate morsels. It's kind of like a bittersweet chocolate, so it's not overly sweet. It blends with the wine very well. Uh, I was kind of curious as to how, like, can you actually taste the wine? Is the wine gonna be overbearing? Like, are you gonna be able to taste the chocolate? How is this going to blend together? And oh, my goodness, you guys, it is delicious! So, not only can you obviously taste the chocolate, and like I said, it's a bittersweet chocolate, so it's not overly sweet. Um, so it, it, it it's it's very pleasant. It almost like kind of has like a. Like, a, like an indulgent, like decadent flavor to it. But you can definitely taste the Cabernet in there. And the uh, two together is just absolutely delicious. And you have to be over 21 to purchase this ice cream because it has an alcohol content of 5%. So, I mean, you would have to probably eat the entire pint in order to feel something, but still, like, that's pretty cool, right? So, Mercer's Wine Ice Cream, that's what it's called. They have multiple flavors. I've recently tried the, the uh, Chocolate Cabernet, and it is delicious. So, check it out.
0: The only reason you got the chocolate Cabernet is because I couldn't find anything with Merlot. <laughs> uh, were, we, I got it at Wegmans. I don't know who else sells it, um, but Wegmans seems to be the place where we get most of our wine. But they also had like a, a, a peach Chardonnay. There's a Pinot Grigio, and then there was a Riesling. And I didn't know what those flavors were, so I just got chocolate Cabernet because uh, can't go wrong with chocolate. So we have one more segment coming up, and it is Agent Nicole's segment. Wolfie, can we get that theme, please? Nicole, Agent Nicole.
1: It is Time for the agent Nicole Piles. Are you looking for a new show to watch? Well, I'll tell you what I've been watching. Recently, I just been watch binge watch on a new television show on Netflix that just premiered on June 23rd, 2007 uh, 2017 Glow. What's Glow? Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling created by uh, Liv. Liv Farhive and Carly mentioned uh, executive producers of Origins the New Black, have um, partaked in this new Netflix television show. The series revolves a fictionalization of characters and gimmicks of the 1980s women's professional wrestling circuit, The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling aka hello. It stars Allison Beale, who is from the um, television show on NBC Community. And it has a few... It's a really good show. Um, if you are into wrestling, you'll see a few faces. Uh, Johnny and Nitro is in it. Um, Carlito. Uh, Brotus Clay is also in it. Um, Brooke Hogan. Hope Hogan's daughter's in it. So... Um, if you're just interested in checking something new and you want something that's going to liberate the women's women's around you, this is a great show. Um, the creators of the show got the inspiration by the documentary that came out in 20, 2012, the story of Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And they had no idea what it was about, and they took the idea from the real life that was created by david McLean and went with it and it's uh it runs from 29 minutes to 37 minutes so it's a good half hour 10 episodes and it's very good and if you just want something quick and easy within five hours you are done with the series so take a look it's on netflix um it's been praised by so many people it has a 96 percent rating on rotten tomatoes the music the soundtrack is definitely 80s the style, definitely definitely 80s so if you love the 80s you will enjoy the show so definitely take a look let me know what you think of it and um have fun stay safe everybody out there
0: Yeah, it's definitely a show i want to check
1: out basically. it's so good i binged watch it the other night when i was feeling good and I love Alison Brie. She's been in a lot of good um, indie films and she's just funny as fuck. So this show definitely really enhances her uh, comedic talents. And I thought like Hank Azaria was in it, but it wasn't Hank Azaria. It's um, an actor called um, Mark Marone. He just looks like Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria has like a big mustache and was growing gray. So nice. It's a really good show. So if you guys are into all that kind of stuff, definitely let me know what you think.
0: I think uh, I think with that being said, I think we're gonna go ahead and bring this episode to a close. We want to thank you for joining us and uh, if you ever want to you know leave us some feedback or tell us how we're doing, suggest a character, maybe uh, you know chime in on some of the characters that we're covering, you can leave us a voicemail at Throwdown at gmail.com or you can leave us an email that also works. Uh, you can leave us a message on the Facebook group. You can message us on Twitter at Miss Von Nightmare for Ashes Von Nightmare, at Nick Tompkins, N I C T O M P K I N S for Agent Nicole, and for me, uh, at Patrick Rahal. I'm Patsy the Angry Nerd. And uh, I think with, uh, with all that, I think we're going to go ahead and bring this episode to a close, and we will see, see you, you next, next Thursday.
2: Thursday. All right. <laughs>